Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. This week's episode is supported by Nutrition Diva, a great science podcast on this network that just celebrated its 500th episode. This month, Nutrition Diva is trying something new. In the new limited edition Faces of Farming miniseries, Nutrition Diva will introduce you to five farmers from around the U.S., You'll hear the stories behind the food you eat every day, from the engineering of farming equipment to the chemistry of organic pesticides. Get informed before Thanksgiving with the Faces of Farming miniseries. Find Nutrition Diva on your favorite podcast app. A few days ago, I got an early morning text from a friend. Quote, news says we have an alien probe. Please advise. Now, part of my duty as an astrophysicist is, of course, to be able to warn my friends of an alien invasion. So I was worried that I had failed. Of course, the press often sensationalizes headlines in order to get eyeballs on their articles, but a quick search told me this claim was even coming from astronomers. This deserved a proper investigation. There was much excitement when astronomers discovered the first interstellar visitor that is the first object to visit our solar system from another star system, in October of 2017. Where had it been? What had it seen? Where was it headed? I mentioned the discovery here on Everyday Einstein. The strangely elongated rock was traveling too fast to be a member in good standing of our own asteroid belt, around 25 kilometers per second, and so it must be just passing through. It was named Aumuamua, meaning first scout in Hawaiian. So what's all the fuss about now? A year later, Aumuamua is making headlines again due to a paper suggesting that it could be an alien probe inserted here by an outside intelligent civilization. Let's take a look at the evidence for why this may or may not be the case. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Fill your plate and your wallet with Every Plate, America's Best Value Meal Kit. Get amazing chef-designed meals delivered right to your door for just $4.99 per serving. At just $4.99, one meal is the same price as a cup of coffee. Every Plate meals are cheaper and healthier than takeout and take less time than a trip to the grocery store. You don't have to plan, shop, or prep. All ingredients come pre-measured, and recipes take just 30 minutes, so you can get that time back to enjoy good food with your family. Get meals that you and your bank account can feel good about with every plate. Now that it's getting a little cold outside, I'm looking forward to trying their creamy mushroom linguine with buttery breadcrumbs. For 50% off your first box of every plate, go to everyplate.com and enter code EINSTEIN. 50% off is like getting two dinners for one cup of coffee. So go to everyplate.com and enter code Einstein 
for 50% off your first box. And now back to alien probes. The truth is, Aumuamua is weird. While we are used to seeing mostly round or nearly round objects in space, this rock is elongated at an estimated 800 by 100 feet in size. It dims in brightness in a regular cycle, suggesting it may be hurtling through space end over end. Think of a tumbling baton. Also weird? When first discovered, astronomers thought it was most likely a comet, but observations with the Hubble Space Telescope showed the object did not have the typical tail of gas that comets usually have when their surface ices are turned to gas by the sun's heat. And of course, its unusual orbit suggests that it has been traveling through interstellar space before entering our solar system, only to leave us again in the future. We know this because it is traveling too fast for the gravitational pull of all the major objects in the solar system to be able to hold on to it. So here's where the new theory-based paper comes in. The authors calculated whether light from the sun could be forceful enough to be responsible for pushing Aumuamua along. You see, when photons exert a pressure on an object, this is called radiation pressure, which is a well-studied and well-understood phenomenon, so nothing unusual. Their calculations showed that it would be rather hard for radiation pressure to exert enough force to push along a wide, elongated space baton, remember that size estimate of 800 by 100 feet, but radiation pressure could do the trick for an object that was shaped more like a very thin, flat sheet. Maybe we were wrong about the size. We don't really have too many astronomical objects that are 100 feet, or about 30 meters, by 1 millimeter thick, as the authors suggest would be needed. But we are building them. Solar sails, also called light sails, are being developed as a way to accelerate a spaceship through encouraging the push of radiation pressure, without having to tote along heavy, expensive, and quickly depleted fuel. This is the kind of acceleration you would need for interstellar travel. If you're curious to learn more, the Planetary Society has some great animations showing their light sail plans. So is Aumuamua an alien probe? If our interstellar visitor is indeed some kind of light sail, that could explain how it got here, a mystery, why it has such a weird shape, a bigger mystery, and how it can move so fast, perhaps the biggest mystery. However, several other properties still don't fit the light sail explanation. For example, we don't expect light sails to change in brightness with regularity, as Oumuamua does. There are also several possible explanations for how Oumuamua still might be a comet, the simplest explanation, even though we did not see the telltale, well, tail, of a mission with Hubble. We could have been looking at the wrong wavelength. Our most sensitive telescopes, like Hubble, are at optical wavelengths, so we relied on optical images of the object to look for that cometary tail. The surface ice on Aumuamua could instead be better at emitting at infrared wavelengths, for example. Aumuamua might also simply be a weary traveler that has lost most of its dust already, so that whatever emission it has left is too faint for us to see. The speed of Aumuamua is also somewhat of a problem. Yes, the light sail explanation explains how it could reach a speed of 25 kilometers per second. 
That's fast for a solar system object, but it is still far slower than we would expect from a light sail sent purposely to our solar system to either monitor us or send us a message. As the Planetary Society explains, the force they expect from the sun on their light sail is about the equivalent of the force exerted by a paperclip on the palm of your hand. That doesn't sound like much, but it's enough to increase the light sail's speed significantly over its assumed long travel time. To make interstellar travel possible, speeds more on the order of 60,000 kilometers per second, rather than 25, are expected. So we can't rule out an alien probe, but the possibility raises at least as many questions as it solves. Is there life on other planets, or are we alone in the universe? This question is one of the fundamental unanswered questions with an answer that links all of humanity. It drives us to explore and search for other planets that resemble our own Earth, both in and out of our solar system, and inspires large efforts like SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. We are so eager to learn the answer that sometimes we may look too hard for it. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Helping You Make Sense of Science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.